Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. One of our favorite guests. Yes, Greg. he is. Good morning. Thanks for being with us. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. What's happening today? Oh, oh. you don't want to know. You don't want to know, Greg. <laughs> it's one of those Fridays. Don't you know? go there, G. I'm not, I'm not going to. You're involved. I'm sure, you know, there's uh, I'm not sure where to go with this. <laughs> well... You're on the right path because we're not sure where to go with it either. Uh, Derek Carr last night looked like the old Derek Carr. Do you think he was 100% healthy in the previous game against the Chargers, or was the matchup just better for him last night? Uh, You know, that's always hard to say because we don't know about a player's health. Uh, What was obviously different last night was the concerted effort to get Amari Cooper the ball. He had 19 targets. I don't think he had 19 targets in you know this season. Uh, So they clearly made a concerted effort to get him the football. And he's such a talented guy, as BJ knows from you know studying college football. That uh, you know to me it was just a matter of time. but, yeah, I think, look, they threw the ball. He dropped back well over 50 times. Probably the nature of the game dictated that. I don't think any team goes into a game saying they want their quarterback to drop back 55, 56 times. But the game played out that way. Well, Greg, let's talk about some of these young quarterbacks. And I, I want to start with a second-year guy, Jared Goff. Of course, he now has Sean McVay as his head coach, offensive guru coming over from, from Washington. What have you seen in his progression? It's good marriage, BJ, because Sean McVay is really good with pass game concepts, understanding how to break down both zone and man coverage with your concepts. And what you try to do, as you know, is you try to present uh, opportunities for your quarterback to throw on time, where he can drop back, hit his back foot. The throw is defined at that point, and you can deliver the football. Now, it's the NFL, so you can't do that all the time, but that's what you're trying to do. That's what Goff is. Goff, to me, is a timing rhythm player. I don't think he has at this point in his career, he's great as a late-in-the-down pocket quarterback where he has to wait. At his core, he's not a mover, even though he's not immobile. Uh, so I think they're doing a good job. I still think he's working through some growing pains. He's not real strong right now when the pocket gets a little noisy and muddy. He's going to have to work on that. There's a lot of quarterbacks I want to ask you about, yeah. but uh, let's go with the positive first. Both Brian and I loved Sean Watson coming out of college. We couldn't understand a team for passing on him. Uh, He has been spectacular now consistently. Uh, What have you seen from him that makes you think he can either continue at this pace or not? Well, you know, it's funny. The numbers make him look spectacular. I think he's very much a work in progress. Um, You know, I think what's happening, and we're going to see this more and more with college football and the quarterbacks that they're putting out, is teams are adapting and they're getting into all this run game stuff in the backfield with all these backfield actions, all these read elements. It helps to find throws for quarterbacks. It helps lead to uh, relatively easy throws by NFL standards. I mean, this past week... You just have to see what the Browns did. They were so poor on defense, so many busts. Watson, actually, if you watch the tape as I did, he did not play really well this week, but there were so many busted assignments uh, that it was it was too easy. 
I mean, he had, I don't think he'll have easier throws the rest of his career than he had in the game against the Browns. But he certainly played well. There's poise. There's composure. Uh, it's not too big for him. But I think he's a little bit of a work in progress. The numbers just make him seem like he's playing spectacular. To your point about the quarterbacks that are transitioning out of the college game to the pro game, Brett Hundley is now the starter at Green Bay. How does Mike McCarthy yeah. and that offensive staff adjust their signature philosophy uh, to his skill set? Well, it's funny, BJ. I think you're going to see a lot of what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. I think, first of all, I think you'll see much more of a base run game. Okay, they really have three backs they can use, and Aaron Jones, who I loved coming out of Utah. I'm with you. Um, they have Montgomery, and they have Jamal Williams, who I thought had a chance coming out of BYU. So uh, I think they'll run the ball with him under center, but I also think they'll do just the kinds of things we talked about. They'll put him in the gun. They'll play to his legs. He's a, he's very, very athletic. They'll put in a lot of those run game concepts. And, uh, and I think they'll also – if they don't truly encourage him to run when he drops back, I don't think they'll be bothered if he doesn't get a feel for what he sees and he takes off because he's a very athletic kid and he can move the chains running the football. Gio and Jones with Greg Cosell across the country on CBS Sports Radio. I saw Mitchell Trubisky's first start in person against the Minnesota Vikings. I wasn't all that impressed. Uh, ends up going on the road and is the starting quarterback for a team that ends up beating the Baltimore Ravens. That was pretty impressive there so far in two starts what do you like what do you not like well it's not a matter of like or dislike it's how they're playing if they can stay close in games which obviously happened last week against baltimore and for the most part the week prior they're trying to limit his impact on the game right now and then again uh, we can speculate on the reasons why there could be many reasons he certainly doesn't have a ton of weapons John Fox is a believer in running the football, but right now they're not asking him to do very much at all. So uh, we'll see. You know, obviously every game doesn't play out that way. There may come a game here where he has to, you know, throw it, drop back 35 times, and then we'll get a better feel. But right now they are really limiting him. Uh, It's clear they don't want him to be a big factor in their offense at this point in time. Greg, I heard uh, some of the broadcasters the other night talking about Carson Wentz and and, and a statement that Doug Peterson made and basically saying the kid had an epiphany. He he knew what we were running. Now he knows why we're running it. Uh, What have you seen uh, of Wentz and where he's taking his game this season? BJ, that's it's funny you say that because I think that that to me, as I watch tape, is the most impressive thing about Carson Wentz, his ability to understand defenses before the snap of the ball and then validate what he sees after the snap because often the defense will change, particularly on third down. It's remarkable that he's the leading third down passer in the NFL after 22 NFL starts, and much of that comes from the fact that he can recognize, eliminate, and isolate really. really really effectively and that that to me is says so much because the the great quarterbacks that's what they do Gio and Jones with Greg Cosell Teddy Bridgewater started practicing for the Minnesota Vikings uh just the other day and they hope to have him play at some point a guy suffered just a massive knee injury how much do you think that his game will have to change from what we saw a couple years ago to be effective don't know that you know none of us do um i think he'll end up being their starting quarterback at some point this season uh so what we don't know is his his movement he you know he wasn't a mover let's say by like russell wilson moves but i think there was an element of mobility to his game and i almost think there has to be because of his size he's not a big guy i I don't think he can stand there you know 
I think at his core, he's a pocket player, and he'd like to stand there and deliver. But I think when you're that size, you get late in the down, and then you take hits. And I think that, therefore, he'll move. Um, so I'm anxious to see. You know, Teddy, to me, is not a high, high-level talent. I think he's got a great feel for the game. I think he can be successful in an offense that has multiple dimensions. Well, a guy who's been on the move because he has a leaky offensive line is Russell Wilson com- <laughs> coming up here to take on the Giants. Uh, any hope he can last the season? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, I think he has a great feel for, for moving. Uh, he doesn't take a lot of hits, but, of course, as you know, B.J., it doesn't matter. You know, the more hits you take, there is a cumulative effect. So, you know, I, he's got a the great body type he's almost built like a boxer more than a quarterback uh so we'll see but i mean he moves a lot um you know he misses some things because i think probably because of his size you live with the fact that he'll leave some throw on throws on the field that's just the way he plays uh but yeah their all line is not very good they're gonna have to run the ball and they've really been unable to do that what team has exceeded your expectations from week one till now Oh, boy, I hate those questions. (laughs) (laughs) There has to be one. Come on. That's exceeded my expectations. Yeah, I mean, well, you're giving a team a compliment. I mean, going into the year and you saw a lot of tape in the preseason, you said, you know, this team might be a 6-10 and team, and now you're saying, well, it might be a 10-6 and team. Um, I mean, we talked about Carson Wentz in Philly. You know, it's always hard for me to say I'm surprised, but I guess I'm surprised at the level at which their offense is playing. That's – the way I would answer that question, because they're playing really well. Their run game is now working really, really effectively. Um, I'm looking at the teams because I have a schedule up here. I mean, even though they lost last night, I'd have to say the Chiefs' offense to some degree. You know, I, I don't think any of us saw that coming as far as their their ability to score. You know, they lost last night, but they put up over 30 again. They didn't lose because their offense struggled. So really, their offense has had one game in which they they struggled a little bit. And other than that, they've been a pretty they've been both a sustaining offense and an explosive offense. And I don't think any of us thought they'd be an explosive offense. Well, Greg, do you think once Andrew Luck comes back, and I'm not sure he comes back this season, but once he does become the starter there again in Indianapolis, do you think there's a market out there now for Jacoby Brissett? Has he availed himself well enough? BJ, I do, and we've been talking about this in our matchup room here. You know, you, you follow college football obviously really closely, okay? I don't. Hey, I, I love to evaluate quarterbacks. I'm wrong at times just like everybody is, okay? That's not the point. But Jacoby Brissett, I watched him really carefully come out of NC State, mm-hmm. and I saw a really talented kid, okay? There were times I, I, I thought he looked like Ben Roethlisberger at NC State. And, and here's a kid who gets drafted in the third round, and most people probably thought he was a fifth or sixth round pick. Now, I'm going to tell you something I strongly believe. He's more talented physically now, okay? I know mm-hmm. that's not all what it's all about, but he's more talented physically than either Mitchell Trubisky or Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out what the issue with, is with him, and he has acquitted himself really, really well as a starter in Indianapolis. This Sunday night game is really intriguing to me because you got the Falcons, whose offense I thought would be better, the Patriots, whose defense I thought would be better. Um, one of them should probably show up in this football game. Uh, how do you see this one shaking out on Sunday night? Yeah, the, the Patriots have struggled a bit communication-wise. They're still playing a ton of man coverage, and they struggled with communication. Um, the Falcons have been kind of an enigma to me. It's easy to say it's because Kyle Shanahan's gone, but, you know, they're moving the ball. They're just not scoring as many points. Uh, you know, so, uh, I, you know, I struggle with that. The, the Falcons are one of those teams when I watch, I struggle with because it's not one thing I can point my finger 
uh, put my finger on, but I just feel like they're arrhythmic. They're at a rhythm. Last year, boy, they just had that look. Every game, boom, boom, boom. Everything worked off everything. Their run-pass fusion was as good as I've seen in the league in a long time. There's something missing right now. What's missing from Jay Cutler? Is this the same guy we saw before he decided to go to the booth? And, and now, I mean, that was a great comeback last week, getting down 17 nothing at Atlanta and being able to win that game. I know you give a lot of credit to the defense, uh, but what what is what is it with Jay Cutler? Is he, he is just who he is, am I correct? At this point, yeah. I mean, yeah. at this point, his mechanics are terrible. He throws too many balls falling away. He's not a, never been a true timing anticipation guy. He's always been what I call a see-it-throw-it quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, and then every once in a while, because of his arm talent, he makes a throw and you go, wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. But there's just no consistency to his game. And to me, I, I, I'm a fundamental mechanics guy, and maybe it's just because of my background and who I've been fortunate to be around in my career. Yeah. But, you know, he's never really been good in that area. Greg, thanks for the time, as always. We love talking appreciate to you. you man. Enjoy the games this week. All right, appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.